this series is intended for mature audiences. We insist you heed the following content warnings before viewing. Horror things, language, adult things, and strong violence and gore, including gun violence. Welcome to the Weird West. Let us tell y'all a story. Our scene opens at a crossroads. A four-way dirt road, four-way railroad track, all intersecting here at a small building. The storm clouds are rolling in and the rain is starting to fall harder and faster. Gideon, you open the door to the small railroad station building with Archie right behind you. Jesse and Gabriel stand in front of Maisie and Katrina to shield them as the doors open. As it opens, for now, Gideon, you see two people standing before you. And Gideon and Archie, you, you see... Uh, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll wait for descriptions for a moment but you don't see Maisie and Katrina standing behind them. The, you, these two men have their guns drawn and are standing there to greet you. And Jesse, you see, you see one man um, with another kind of peeking from behind him. Uh, let's go ahead and Gideon and Archie, if you would like to describe yourself to the others, what what do they see as you're walking or opening up this door? Well, uh, standing right up front, I reckon you probably know as Gideon's first pretty, pretty dirty. Uh, not really too well cleaned or prim and proper. Got greasy, dark hair, slick back, thick mustache, wearing a pretty beat up duster looks like it survived a few explosions at this point not looking too good but it's gun arms holding pretty steady i will and, note and yeah. i will note he's also like covered in oh that's right dried yeah. blood yeah i'm basically like head to toe. stained dark red at this point archie <laughs> Yes, uh, uh, just over his shoulder, uh, you see a, a sort of um, a youngish, uh, clean-shaven man uh, with uh, a pair of spectacles, with slight, slightly cracked uh, lens. Uh, he he looks like he sh should would normally be quite neat and tidy, but um, he he is a little bit uh, grubby, uh, worse for wear. His hair is a little dishevelled. Uh, he also has a splatter of blood across his face, um, and. Uh, uh, he has a bow tie that's now on a, a, a skew, um, and uh, his, his, his suit was once sort of like a, a light, uh, sort of uh, 
brownie beige perhaps but now it's sort of muddy and sort of uh, quite uh, mud marked if you like and uh, scorched Right, and um, as you open up this door, you see the two men inside of the room. Um, both of them have drawn their weapons. One of them is aiming a rifle just at the door. Um, he has uh, blonde hair. It's kind of um, uh, caked in dirt where the sweat lines would be at his hairline. Uh, it's pulled back into like a colonial style ponytail and you see he wears simple clothes but he has these these leather straps wrapped around his limbs like his arms and his legs especially his forearms um his hat looks old uh and it sits atop his head and he's he's just aiming the gun at you with a sturdy hand but he seems to be he seems to be not set on just blasting you to, to death. Like he's he's cautious. You see him looking in your eyes. Um, and beside him is another man, Jesse. Will you describe yourself, please? Uh, it's kind of hard to describe him as a man. Um, you would probably think he was a teenager uh, from the looks of him. Uh, he is just barely 18 years old he uh he does have a six shooter pulled and, and pointed at you uh he the best way to describe him is if you if you put shaggy from uh scooby-doo into like the old west that's exactly what you would look like he's thin he's lean uh he looks like a teenager and um at this point he has some leather strapping around him uh but it's not as as much as the previous character, um, and uh, that's what you'd see. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have Gideon and Archie make a notice roll for me. All right. Now, with the wild die, we take the higher of the two, right? Correct. And that's a five. I also got a five. Okay, so stepping in, there's this silence as both groups are just kind of looking each other over for a moment. And Gideon, you do not have a gun pulled, correct? No, hand okay. on it. Okay. Um, looking down, you see, uh, you see a dead man laying on the ground in this room um he definitely looks like he died maybe a week ago over a week ago there's definitely a stench in here this didn't just happen or anything you but you look down you notice this dead man and you see a little bit of movement behind jesse and gabriel and so you kind of you know cock your head a little bit to peek between them um and you see some exhausted and sickly looking women um, kind of leaning back against the wall one of them has slid down and is just sitting behind them um amber if you want to describe yourself do you want me to describe Maisie too sure yeah if you don't mind okay 
Great. Um, I will... So... Maisie is... She has gotten the worst of it all. She... You could kind of tell, usually, that she would be bright and cheerful with, like, a spark of electricity and, and vivaciousness behind her, but it's... With the events of everything, it, it's all gone to naught. She's got long, at this point, stringy brown hair, and her usually rosy cheeks have, like, a tinge of green underneath it, and it's just not good good i mean it's just not good out for her but she's uh she's wearing you know clothes that look right for a good time not necessarily a long time if you catch my drift but she's uh <laughs> but you can also tell that she would you know would ordinarily wear it like a badge of pride but for katrina katrina she's the one standing up straight well, as straight as she possibly could, kind of angling her body over Maisie as if protecting her with the last vestige that she came. Her blonde hair is kind of pulled back and just the worst kind of messy bun in the back, just trying to do whatever it takes to get whatever grime and dirt and whatever going through her system out of her face. She wears, I mean, she's got in one hand a worn, tattered hat, cowboy hat. Uh, her, she looks at this point much older than her 32 years of age, but she, she's been through hell the past couple weeks and she's, oof, she's a, uh, She's holding on as best she can, specifically for Maisie. This, you can kind of tell that this girl means a lot to her. Right, and at these sites, um, Jesse and Gabriel Brooke aiming their guns at the two men that just opened this door. You see um, Gideon hand on hip, and Archie has a gun pulled, correct? Uh. I can't remember. Um, I have a gun. Uh, I, think, I think that was the plan. So you're holding a yes. gun in your hands, but it's probably not aimed into the room yes. just yet. Yes. Okay. All right. So seeing this, what would you like to do? All right, now. All right. Look, I've had a day. I'd much rather not turn it into a full spectacle. Anyone got any liquor? I uh, I take my gun and I pull it up and I tell Gideon to drop his rifle and I say, uh, I don't partake much of the stuff, but um, we might have some around here. And I, yeah. I, I uh, put my gun back into the holster. Yeah, Gabriel pulls up his rifle, nods, kind of puts it on his shoulder. And then you see he's got quite a few um, like different satchels secured to himself. And you see one of them on uh, on his thigh, he kind of opens it up and he pulls out a bottle and tosses it to you. Thank you kindly. And uh, take a nice 
Long but respectful swig, seeing as it isn't mine. Turn to Archie. I reckon you can put the gun away. Probably best to avoid a fight. Uh, okay, he's just sort of holding it up, sort of not really do, uh, of any use. It's like, oh, okay, right. Uh, <laughs> waving it across through the room <laughs> without thinking. Uh, We're all ducking. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. He, he does that a lot. Okay. So what? It's, it's not a threat. Uh, well, I mean, you know, beyond the accidental discharge. He's not doing it on purpose. What, what's, what's going on in here? What, you all look like you've seen almost as bad a day as I have. Well, uh, we've had quite a journey. Um, I won't, I won't, uh, tiptoe around that. We, um, we were heading this way and, uh, most of our party, well, they didn't make it. The only reason I've made it and these two girls have made it so far is because of this, I guess you could call him a guardian angel named Gabriel here. Uh, he seems really awkward about about that phrase and, and you like the guilt is just on his face. You can see it and it's kind of conflicting. You see you see Jesse saying, oh, he saved us, but he just looks so guilty. Um, and he just kind of leans against the wall, like shoulder on the wall, and is he seems to be um, not used to being around so many people. You see him kind of stepping away. Uh, I'm gonna have the four of you make a notice roll. All right. Does that include me? Yes. Oh. That's a four. Wow, I completely forgot how to play this game. <laughs> oh. Ooh. You'll roll whatever your notice die is and your d6 yeah. and take whichever one's higher. And if you get the highest, it explodes and you keep going. Um, I, uh, go ahead. Oh, I got an eight. My, my d6 exploded. Nice. Jesse got an 11. His d4 exploded. Oof. Got a 10. Okay. All right. Um, I will say... Jesse will hear this first. Um, and his head kind of snaps to look out the window. But before we resolve that, we're going to cut over to Jonah and Willie. You pull off to the side to head towards the building to take cover from the quickly approaching storm. Parts of Jonah's arms are a little scratched from the crows and there are multiple scratches on, on his cheeks and his forehead scabbed from the morning. Willie has a couple dirty tear stains down her face and as you're pulling off the side here and you're beginning to approach this building you see Jonah's shoulders just kind of slump. He hasn't slept. 
you didn't sleep all night last night. And you know the kind of exhaustion that that can and put on someone, but this seems, this seems worse. This seems like something more. And as he's kind of slumped over, you watch his eyes struggling to stay open and he's, he's fighting, he's fighting to stay conscious. There's something, there's something about him. He just seems drained. Probably from whatever events took place earlier. He just seems emotionally, physically, and mentally drained, fighting to stay awake. He does kind of push, he pushes the reins over to you and he just fights to stay conscious, but you see him just eyes closing, head nodding. Make a notice roll for me. Okay. Um, as you get closer to this building, you see people inside. Um, you're not sure how many, at least at least four. Uh, you just see four or five figures just standing. They don't seem to be you know, trying to hide or anything. And as you're pulling up the wagon, you see um, on the other side of it, there's a little stable type area where you could definitely Give the horse some rest and some cover from the rain as well. So it's starting to come down even harder. Um, and as you're pulling around to to do so, uh, Jonah Jonah's head just kind of slumps over onto your shoulder, and he's just he's just asleep. He's so tired. Jesse. You have watched a wagon pull over to the side. So I, I, noticing that, I turned to everybody and said, this party just got a whole lot bigger. <laughs> and I nod towards the, do- the window uh, and say, we've got some more company coming up. All right. Well, seeing that, uh, somewhat important question. Has a train come through here yet? Not since we've gotten here. All right, then this might not be good company. Archie, I think, might be prudent of us to cover the door. Hey, um, it has gone out again. Um, Long story short, something bad's heading into town. And it's heading in on that train. We had to kill a lot of bad men on our way here. I have a bad feeling that perhaps there's more headed this way. Just bad men? As of right now. Good to know. Determined. Alright, so are we just standing, like holding ground inside the building, waiting for the visitors to come inside? I think I'm gonna move to the side of the door so that okay. when it opens, I'll be behind the doorway. I will be um, 
I'm going to go to the window where I saw them pull up and just face the door, but have the window on my side so I can look out it and see as they approach. Right. And uh, uh, Archie will sort of uh, move um, sort of opposite uh, from where Gideon is uh, and sort of probably uh, sort of half crouch behind a table or a chair or something, thinking, oh, uh, just get some sort of cover. Um, that's what happened before. So. How's Maisie looking? Um, as time has passed. You're definitely looking a little worse for wear than she is. Really? Um, she is, while she can't stand, her her leg, she cannot stand. But um, sitting there, she's got a little more color in her face than you do. Uh, not much, but... Um, and you know Maisie, so you don't know how much she's just faking that she feels better than you do. Um, so it's hard to gauge. It's hard to gauge how she's really doing. Right. Um, um, if I were to look at Gabriel, is he, does he, by the look on his face, does he know how they're looking at this point? Um, hmm, make a notice roll. He seems He hardly seems any different Than he did before Okay And you know that From his experience Time doesn't matter Okay Uh, Willie (laughs) Jonah is currently asleep on your shoulder You've pulled up what would you like to do? Well, I'm gonna gently hold, kind of lower him down as I start to get up, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say, Jonah, are you awake? You hear him, uh, like almost um whining, kind of like, yeah, I'm up, Luther. God damn it! <laughs> it's not Luther. It's Wheelie. Luther's gone. Remember? And then you, you see him, kind of his eyebrows pull together, and he just, like, says, Luther, and he just kind of rolls to face, like, the seat. Jonah, there's some company here. I don't know if it's friend or foe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find out. Do you want, do you want to lie here while I do that? Um, you see him, like, trying to pry his eyes open and he's reaching for his, his weapons and he's like no you can't go by yourself but he looks he's not getting up it's alright you're in no place to go anywhere I'm gonna see if they can help us you see him I'll kind be of right back. yeah he kind of gives up and you see his arm fall limp like hanging off the seat I'm, I'm just going to kind of also just gently just kind of like pet him on the on the <laughs> head. Um, I used to do that to my daddy. And um, then I'm going to walk. I'm going to give the horses some water. Okay. And then I'm going to um, walk around to the to the front of the building. D- 
Did I, I saw them through the window, right? Yeah, yeah, you saw people standing in there. Okay, um, I'm gonna say that as I was going by, I tried to do like a friend, a friendly wave. Okay, yeah. So Jesse, you see a wave as you make eye contact uh, with this woman as she's walking around towards the door. I turn to the rest of the people in the the, the uh, room here and I say, uh, "Seems like it's friend, not foe." We'll find out in a second. Willie, do you open the door? I open the door, uh, and Willie is not so much muddy as if you were to whack her with a paddle, dust had come out. So she's clearly been traveling, and her hair has not seen the right side of a brush the entire time. <laughs> so she's messy. But she's got kind of a, a young, friendly look. Like she doesn't, you know, she looks unassuming. Um, so she's gonna kind of knock on the door. Seeming that, I'm, I'm gonna put my gun away um, and I'll slowly walk to the door and open it. So taking in this scene, <laughs> She did not expect to see this many people. Um, I said, well, you folks look a lot like me and my friend. Uh, he's real tired and cut up. I, I was wondering if we could come in and, and take a little bit of a respite. I, I look around and I want to see, I, I want to know what everybody else is thinking. Just looking at them. I'm Jesse's obliged to, to let her in. At, at this point, yeah, Arch, Archie's sort of a little bit torn because he, he, he trusts uh, Gideon's caution, but it, it seems to be a, a lady in distress, and the, the gentleman in him is uh, standing up and putting his gun away and uh, pulling a chair out or something like that. I'll come out from behind the door and put my gun back in the holster. Oh, I didn't see you there. That was kind uh, of the point. Fair enough. Uh, could somebody help me with my friend? He's sleeping in the in the carriage, and uh, I don't think I can walk him in by myself. I'll, I'll immediately, uh, immediately, I'll say I'll go and get him. I'll go help him out. I kind of look at his skin and bones, and I, I look around. <laughs> Is there anybody else? I'll go help him. I'll take care of it. If I were feeling a little bit more like myself, I would. Come on, youngin, let's go get him. Okay. All right, so Gideon and Jesse head out. Um, I might have both of you make a notice roll for me. All right. Ooh. Ooh. I had a six. I exploded twice. That's a 16. <laughs> All right, um, so heading out, it is, the rain is starting to come down. It is definitely, there's no longer like, oh, it's raining. It is raining and you can't see more than, I mean, probably, I'd say maybe 60, 80 feet away. It's coming down. And um, as you're walking over to this wagon, you know, you hear the rain falling on the little tin roof that it that this stable has going on, and going past the wagon, 
uh, Jesse, you're more concerned with with the friend, you know. Uh, you you walk up, you see a man definitely beat to hell, uh, laying in at the front. But Gideon, you take a little peek into the back, and there's there's a dead body in there. Ah, oh, shit. Jesse, put a gun out. I'll say, so, oh, I don't, I don't know your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> kid, kid, body, gun. Okay. Um, and I pull out my gun. And yeah, I, I, I just wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, I forgot I mean, no that the body was there. So I immediately am just like, oh my gosh, that's that's our friend. Uh, he was killed. We just want to take his body back to be buried. And Gideon, I will say with that role as well, uh, having drawn your gun, you are kind of peeking, uh, looking for more detail. Uh, looking at this body, you see the same scratches and cuts on this man as you do the one sleeping. All right. Sorry, I'm a bit hesitant today. It's been, it's been a day. Let's get it's this man right. out of the rain. Okay. And I put my gun back in and I sort Thank of help you. help uh, this tired person into the... And I, I'll just kind of sit, tell Jonah, Jonah, these men are going to help you in and I'm going to take a look at those cuts. Does it does it seem like the young one can handle Jonah? This, this sleepy, exhausted individual? Uh, yeah. It seems and like I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna grab that body out the back of the wagon. Okay. Carrying them both inside? Yeah. Bring them both in? Um, yeah, Jonah can be, like, partially awake, like, arm over the shoulder. Uh, with, I mean, with Jesse and Willie, you could both get Jonah into the building. He's, he's fighting so hard to try to wake up. He just... There's no battery life left. <laughs> He's just done. Um, yeah. Finley. The horse is just tough with exhaustion. And as the adrenaline is finally fading away, your hands are shaking. And, and you notice you are just squeezing the reins as hard as you can. You loosen your grip as you become aware of your white knuckles. You glance over at the body that's slumped over the horse that you're leading beside you. But you can't bring yourself to look for too long. Being the furthest one from this structure, you were able to see a wagon approach park, however you say with wagons, and uh, you saw, you know, some people going inside, and then yeah, it just, the rain started coming down way too hard. You lost sight of the structure, but you know where you're going. You know where you're heading. You just gotta get there. Maybe it's a rest stop of some sort, you don't know, but the wound on your side stings, and you can feel the blood soaked into your clothes. You forgot about it until the adrenaline wore off. And now 
you can feel it again. And with every step of the horse, it stings and twinges and you're afraid to look to see how bad it is. So you keep going. You glance over at the body again before you look forward and you hear your breath shake, but you're almost there. You were almost there. Make a bigger roll for me. Okay. Um. Three. All right. I will say I will say um, Gideon you've carried this body inside what are you doing with it I'm gonna set it by the other one okay and I'm a, I have some questions to ask but I suspect that I'm noticing something yeah you you set the body down and you stand up to look at everyone and your view just so happens to see out the window. Uh, it's, it's raining hard, so you don't see them until they're right by the building. Um, two horses, one rider though, it looks like. And as they're riding up, you just see them fall unconscious off their horse and slam into the mud. All right, looks like we're getting a little more crowded. I'm gonna run out and guide the horses a little closer to the house and drag this poor fella out the mud and bring them in. Yeah, so looking at the horses, there is another body. Um, one body is laying over the second horse. Um, bloodied and bruised and dead. Second verse, same as the first. Bring that one in as well. All right, you put away the horses, carrying the dead, carrying the unconscious, and you you hear the thunder and the lightning outside. You, the windows kind of shake a little bit with each boom and... You're all here. Willie's gonna help Jonah lay down. She's gonna put her shawl under his head so he can uh, rest. Yeah, he does so thankfully. He curls up and you just see him just pass out. Seems like a busy night. This building usually so occupied. I don't really know. Um... We just arrived here probably about 15, 20 minutes before you did. I have a feeling it's not a coincidence. Seems like we're all going through something similar. I'm sorry, I, I'm sure that this might be a little near and dear at the moment, but what did this to y'all? Well, I wanna tell you the truth, but I don't know if you're gonna believe me. We've had a couple of really strange run-ins the last couple days. Uh, this this man, they were attacked by crows, both of them. 
but then there was like at first I, I couldn't I couldn't see what was happening I couldn't see anything they were just reacting and flinching and bleeding and then all of a sudden they both started talking to somebody I didn't see making some sort of a game a gamble and Jonah here he won and was able to get free but Matthias that's that's the other man he didn't he was dragged almost I mean I don't really ever say I believe in magic but it looked like magic he was pulled right under the ground and he suffocated and then I saw the the thing the being it was like a creepy skinny guy and he had some sort of a magic tether on him and we did we were able to kill him or I don't know he's gone it seemed dead but it was the strangest thing I've ever seen and Jonah said that he had some sort of a he was some sort of an obligation to him and uh, the man had come to take his soul uh, GM so Alex is trying to decide if in his numerous travels Gideon would have seen anything to lead him to accept this story as potentially believable. I will say, make a common knowledge rule. Alright. Hmm. I don't have anything for that. So that'll be that'll be just a D4 then. D4, alright. Three explodes so far. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> so that's 23. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, you've come across many characters in your travels, especially not always working in the same line of work. Um, you've definitely heard of these types of things before. Absolutely. Archie will, uh, as soon as the story has begun to tell, he will pull out a little notebook and pencil and start noting down uh, everything that you're saying about this, uh, your encounter with these birds and this gen and this creature. Uh, will is there anything that Archie's come across that it would ring a bell? I would say with Archie, um, he's definitely heard of this kind of stuff, but he's never mm. seen any of it. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, also at this, Finley, um, you are kind of coming to, and you're just, your hand moves up to the wound on your side. You're coming to laying on the floor, surrounded by people. Um, I don't mean to interrupt, but if someone help me, please. I'll I'll go over. I can I can go. yeah. I was about to say I, I'm gonna go over and check her wounds out. I've got some healing salves and things that might help. Oh, that's good. Um, Cause I only know really some basic first aid, really. So um, if you want to take a look, go right ahead. Sure. All right. Um, 
So Willie, uh, you walk up and just looking at this wound from like the outside of their clothing, it is, the clothing is ripped. Um, blood soaked everywhere. This was some sort of puncture wound that that almost seems almost seems I'm not sure how to explain this. It doesn't look like a weapon. It doesn't look like it was made by any sort of weapon, but it is punctured from the back to the front. Um, Do they look like the kind of ill that I saw in Luther? No. All right. So I just want to ask them, um, what did this to you? Or whom? It's hard to explain. Um, uh, I fell is the best way to explain that right now. All right. Well, without more information, it can be a little bit hard to, to treat, but I'll do my best. I, my, my, my compatriots and I, we, uh, going through a canyon and, uh, there was an earthquake, but it wasn't really an earthquake. Um, but we, I, I, I fell down and something, um, it, uh, ruptured uh, through me. I believe it was a rock of some kind. Um, but it, 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 uh, well, I fell and fell on something is the best way to explain that. All right. I feel their head to see if there's a, a fever. Uh, make and a medicine, make a medicine roll for me. Or a, is it medicine in here? He- healing. Healing, healing, I think. Yeah. yeah. I got three. Okay. Um, they're still so damp from the rain that it's hard to get any sort of accurate feel for a fever or anything. All right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use that same he, special uh, healing salve that I used on Jonah uh, when he got stabbed, um, and so I apply it, and it's. Uh, it's a it's a bright color that you don't normally see, and um, it has sort of like a bubbling up effect when I pour it over the wound. And uh, let's see how good it does. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, a four. Okay. Um, so it's an odd feeling, Finley, because this is poured on and it's got the consistency of like hot wax, kind of, as it's almost filling the wound. Uh, and you don't feel it, it's not like it's just, um, suddenly better or, or anything. You feel it almost clogs just that top layer of the wound. 
on both sides to keep you from bleeding anymore and to promote healing underneath it. It's almost like a, uh, almost like a, like a scab in a way, a scab and a bandage at the same time, just pulling it over, it dries and it's caked on. You, you definitely feel a little bit better, even at that. Uh, you get to remove your wound. Um, well, I, I've never seen anything like that before, so thank you. Um, I feel somewhat better already. Well, you're welcome. I'd love to tell you what's in it, but it's proprietary. Uh, right. Gotcha. Thank you, anyways. Listen, friend, I'm sorry to interrupt the thank yous, but I'm not sure if you're aware your friend on the other horse. I, I am aware. All right. I would rather not talk about it right now, please. Fair enough. It occurs to me that I don't know any of y'all's names. All right. My name's Willie. Uh, I'm Finley. Pleasure. Pleased to meet you. Jesse. Jesse Rogers. Richards. Richards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Katrina, and this here is Maisie. Alright. I'm Gideon. This little scrub. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm uh, Archibald uh, Flashheart Fenton West. Um, but you can all call me Archie because it's. Uh, Less uh, of a mouthful. Um, right. Archie, I saw you scribbling in that notebook. Are you, are you a man of science as well? Well, well, uh, I wouldn't say uh, particularly of science. Uh, uh, more sort of uh, investigative uh, and sort of research kind of capacity um, uh, for, for those overseas in the uh, British Museum. Um, uh, I, I must say, you're. you're uh, your, your ointment looks uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, very fascinating. Um, uh, I would be very interested to find out what was in it, if, 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 if I could be so bold. Um, well, like I said, that's proprietary, but uh, I'm happy to use it to help you. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that salve can help what's going on over here. We were... It, it seems like every subsequent word, as Katrina is speaking, is like taking more and more out of her. She's like, Jesse, I might need you to take care of Maisie here, but what we were attacked by was something. I hope none of y'all ever have the misfortune of encountering. I tell Katrina that when she says the word, we'll do that. Wait, I, I, Willie's perking up at that because it sounds familiar. Was it a, was it a monster? Well, it, we weren't. It wasn't just one monster on the way here. Um, we were following the tracks hoping to head east towards St. Louis. And um, we were attacked by a bunch of 
zombies. Zombies? Yeah, uh, Gabriel here is a wrangler. He sort of keeps them away from the big towns. Um, Katrina, oh Katrina and Maisie and uh, the other people in our party were all affected, if you know what I mean. It's contagious? Not necessarily. Yeah. Oh no. We had a similar encounter, but not with the zombie. I can't believe this is real, but it was a vampire. Oh, I'm glad y'all made it out. Okay. Well, Uh, one of us got bit. uh, Katrina's elbow is shaking from, like, the pressure. She's, like, trying to stay up. Like, it's just spite at this point keeping her going. I don't know you too well. And uh, I'm not entirely sure of the depth of your predicament. But uh, I know what I'd want right about now. So, ma'am, comes to it. I've done worse today. I'm not going down before she goes down. Absolutely not. Understood. Well... We were on our way to see a doctor in St. Louis, coincidentally, who we were told could cure being bit by a vampire. Maybe, maybe they can do something for you too. What, what, what kind of doctor were you gonna go see? Well, oh, out of game, I forget this, I forget his name. <laughs> That's because it is so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> well, uh, the person that told you, they weren't quite sure if this was the name because it's so ridiculous. They said it was something like Dr. Fishbach or something like that. We were told, we were told that, that a man called or something, something similar to Dr. Fishbach ha- would be able to do something about it. I hate to say, but, um, Usually they don't. They won't. They won't make it to St. Louis. Oh, you mean the time? I'm. I'm rightly sorry. All right. Well, look, something bad is heading towards St. Louis right now on a train that's going to go past this building. I don't know what it is, but it sounds bad. Well, we we came out part of this way on a train, um, but we got stopped. They weren't letting any trains through, and we ended up in a shootout, and they actually blew the train up. So I don't know if it's the same line. Uh, Gabriel actually perks up at all of this, and, and he says... I don't know if we're talking about the same train, but I've I've seen I've seen a train uh, every few days. There's no set schedule in there. They're leading some of these Walking Dead somewhere. I don't know what they're doing with them. I my goal was the whole reason I was 
out here, the whole reason I even found these folks was I'm hoping I'm hoping to get on it the next time it comes through. It hasn't stopped. But I need to know where a wrangler's job is to lead the infected away from populated areas. I don't want these trains leading them into a city. Once you get on it, how, how are you planning to stop it? I, I haven't gotten that far yet. I wasn't planning on really having company, so... It seems like it's a bit bigger than I was originally thinking. Well, at my at my account should I mean the next couple of days should be here. It could be tomorrow, could be the next. Well Archibald and I nearly got bushwhacked by a group of fellows that were determined to be here for that train. They had a lot of dynamite. The folks we met did too. But but they were trying to keep us from coming, so I don't know if it was the same folk. Well, they tried to keep us, too. They just, let's say, failed. Same here. Mm. We were planning to hurry on to St. Louis, but I, I think Jonah needs to rest for a while. Mm. But the train hasn't come through here recently. None of y'all have seen it. What do you think, Archie? Uh, I, I think it would be uh, um, prudent to find out what what it what this train is. I mean, it, a lot of people seem to be very interested about it uh, for various reasons. Um, uh, I mean, uh, I understand um, blowing it up would be is, is kind of uh, what you're saying, but uh, we need to know what's on it before we. Uh, Act so rashly, maybe. Um, uh, so it, it would be quite good to uh, see what's on this mystery train. Um, I'd be very interested to see. Um. Now, here's the question. Y'all are making me believe that perhaps this train's going to arrive with a lot of unpleasant company. Kind of wishing likely. I had that TNT now, to be honest. Would there be any ingredients in this place that Willie could uh, use to make some homemade explosives? Um, if you would like to search the place, um, I'll have you make a notice roll or thievery if you have that. I have notice, I know. I don't think I have thievery. Eight. Okay. Oh wait, um, it exploded. Hold on. Eight plus seven. Fifteen. Okay. Uh looking around this room, 
it is probably uncharacteristically bare. Um, if you had to make a guess, whatever happened to this man on the floor that's been dead for over a week, during that event, this place was cleaned out. Um, you do, however, find... There's one little dark corner of the room that most people have been avoiding just because not much light goes in there. It's like right outside of probably a little storage closet that is also empty. But in this corner, you see ash, like like there was a little fire. Uh, you see tiny little remains of paper. Uh, and there's one corner of a letter that appears to still be intact. Uh, it kind of grabs your attention. And picking it up, it is the last part of something. Uh, it seems to be finishing a word. Uh, the letters you get are A-R-D-E-D, arded, whatever, whatever that word was. Um, <clears throat> we're so close. Burn this after you read it. We can't afford to mess up now. And this letter is signed with a red lipstick. Mm. I will take it over. Uh, and I'm going to show it to Gideon. Because he seems to be kind of a, a leader. A leader. Did you hear that, Gideon? Did you? No, I'm sorry. No worries. Um, so, Willie found a note and brings it over to you. Um, it says, we're so close. Burn this after you read it. We can't afford to mess up now. And it is signed with a red lipstick kiss. Willie brings it over and shows it to you. Well, that's certainly an interesting way of signing a letter. I'm not familiar with what this would mean, but... Seems like it can't be good, though. Would I know? Yeah, we'll read it out loud to everybody. You show it to everyone? Yeah. Pat kind of let them pass it around to anybody who wants to see it. Alright, um, Amber. Um... You might know... But Maisie would definitely know. Maisie would definitely know. Um, Maisie looks at it, and her face right now is just covered in sweat. And as she looks at it, she laughs. And then she pulls out um, the note uh, given to them by the woman that was pretending to be Katrina Divine. And she just pushes the note away and leans her head back against the wall. God bless you. Here. She's like, I know, I know, I'm amazing. It's been a pleasure having you, but I think, uh, I know I promised you 
and like her knees buckle, Katrina's knees buckle, and she's like, I can't. That's a real Katrina now. You hear? He. She's the real Katrina. He looks over at you and, um. She says, now stop being dramatic. No. I. It's coming. It's coming. I, I got it. It's. I can feel it. And like, all color is like gone from my face. Just completely clammy. All of it. Gone. He doesn't say anything to that. She just reaches over and grabs your hand. Remember what I asked you. If there's anybody that I want to do it, it's you. Are you... Can you do it for me? He, um... Nods confidently, and then... Tries to lift her weapon almost in like a I got it I, I got you but she doesn't have the strength to lift her weapon <laughs> just hold on to that Jesse. Would you do me the honor? You want to do it in here or outside? Outside. I don't want to risk hurting any of our new friends. Okay. So I um, take her and I put her arm over my shoulder. Before you're able, able to pull her up, though, Maisie does just grab onto you with the tiniest amount of strength and just give you a hug. You were always the best one of them, Maisie. Oh, you don't have to lie. <laughs> I walk Katrina out. Um, I'll set her a little bit away from the house or the, the, the station here. And I will gently tell her, thank you for getting me this far. I'll gently say a silent prayer from the Reverend's Bible. Tell her how much I appreciate her and then fire my weapon. Slowly holster my weapon. and walk back into the railway station. I'm gonna walk over to Gabriel and ask for the whiskey. He pulls it up and holds it out to you. And as you grab onto it, he holds it with a stern hand and he just looks you in the eyes. 
Is this what you want? You're right, I don't. And I just go over and I sit on the floor with my back against the wall. That was good of you. You're very brave. It's not the first time I had to do that. You bet too, kid. Oh, no. No, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear... I have a problem with my ear. I'm not bit. I was the only person who was unscathed. Well, kudos to you for doing what needs to be done. Not an easy move. Not at all. At this point, um, Sorry. yeah, at this point, Gabriel leans down and is kind of cleaning up Maisie as best as he can. And you, you hear him just quietly asking, like, where are we at right now? And she's like, I'm good. And he kind of grabs her face and says, where are we at right now? And you see just a tear kind of roll down Maisie's cheek and she says, I don't feel it yet. And he just nods and stands back up. He turns to Willie now and he says, what do you mean some doctor in St. Louis? We were told that there was somebody there, potentially called Dr. Fishbob, that could cure somebody who'd been bit by a vampire and hadn't all the way turned. I'm thinking for a moment and He looks to Jesse and he says, you know what I believe. You know, I, I don't think cures like this exist, but I've been out here for a long time. If there's a chance, if there's a chance, maybe, maybe it's him. What? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to pry. Do y'all know someone who got bit too? Or one of you? No, not by a vampire. It, it works the same, I mean, I think. You get, you get bit, you get scratched, you get infected, and then it takes you over, right? That's what we've seen. Contamination seems to go more slowly if the bite is on an extremity. But, but yes, little by little, they become changed until they can't control it anymore. Where was your friend bit? 
Are you looking um, at? Yeah, I was gonna say, are Maisie. you talking about Maisie? That yeah. friend or Maisie? Okay, um, yeah, Maisie points down to her leg, uh, which has already been bloodied and bandaged previously, and the bite seems to be underneath where that bandage was placed. Should cut off the leg. I believe Maisie would say something like, with legs these good, this good? No, not cutting these legs off. Don't make much difference with a hole in your head. I'd rather lose the leg. Well, I for one think it's worth a try. It's better than sitting here doing nothing. Think your best bet. Go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say the thunder is just rolling outside as the storm is like right on top of you. Think your best bet would be to try and catch that train. Nothing's gonna get you into town faster. We've also got a horse and a carriage. And this and storm to come with us. Yeah, that's true. And Jonah needs a rest now. So we'd likely have to wait it out anyhow. If it helps, I have two horses. They're very capable. That's right. We have horses of our own, right? I, I, Gabriel and I had a horse. Nope. Um, just Gabriel's horse is... Oh, right. Okay. Well, give her to me. I'll ride. Worst case, I don't make it. And then we're just right back to where I was already dying to be anyway. Gideon and Archie make a just roll a d6 for me. Ooh, right. Oh, do these explode? Because I rolled sure. a six. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Seven. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have also Willie make a notice roll. Four. Okay. Um. So, Gideon, you are. kind of mulling over the crazy events of the past few days. And you know, there's that thought of that, that one letter that you found in one of the saddlebags. Um, your knowledge this train is not meant to stop not even when it reaches St. Louis now for those of you who have been to St. Louis which I believe would be Gideon Finley has probably been to St. Louis um, and Jonah, but he's unconscious. Um, there's no 
there's no carrying on after St. Louis. It is a dead end. There are no tracks that lead any further. There are just warehouses full of ghost rock. Willie, as you're kind of looking over, you're just looking around at everyone through the blood and the dirt and the mud, you're slowly coming to realize that Gideon is dressed a hell of a lot like those railers. The ones that we fought? This just slowly sinks in. Finley, you are holding this letter in your hands. Is it, does it look exactly like the other one? It does. I am just gonna kind of inch my way back into a corner and uh, sit there with it and uh, not really do much of anything except numbly stare at it. Okay. Sound of the rain slamming into the tin roof. I'm gonna go over uh, back to Jonah and sit next to him. I'm not much built for all this waiting. The way I see it, we got a time limit here. I'm willing to ride, but you gotta leave her to me. And if things go bad on my way there, I will handle her appropriately. But I will try. Can I ask you... Can I ask you what your story is? Where where did you come from? I've been all over the place. Bounty hunter. Hmm. Been a little strapped for work lately. Took a job with some of these railmen. Then they tried to shoot me. Archie and another friend. So, did what I needed to do. Now I'm here. Why did they turn against you? They had some sort of task designated to them to wait for this train with a cart full of TNT. Apparently, we're told not to allow for any witnesses. I took offense to gunning down innocents in cold blood. you know who tasked them? I do, but Alex does not remember his name. <laughs> and, and I do not have my notebook. I do not know where it is. <laughs> do you say the name? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Chamberlain Rail Line. The Empire Rail Line by Josh Chamberlain. Is that the same folks that we 
ran into? Um, what do we know when I know that? Mm, I don't think you knew what rail line you were right. from, <clears throat> but I would say Willie's smart enough. No, seeing to figure out. Yeah, seeing this, um, the same attire that you would assume it would be the same rail line. So, well, I'm one of those folks they were trying to kill. So I'm. I'm grateful that you didn't join in. Yeah, well, a lot of things, but never been one for cold-blooded murder. Gotta at least put up a fight. Well, I, I think we could all ride. Why do you think you need to, to go by yourself? Frankly, because I'm faster. Secondly, because I think someone needs to be here to stop this train. And I mean stop it. Gabriel speaks up at this point and he says, Is it... I think it's smartest for her, and he points down to Maisie, to not move her. She's not going to be able to handle this ride, especially moving that quick. If someone can get the doctor and bring him here. Well. Now, now my other concern, and he points back, He, I mean, he points at you, Gideon, and he's like, you're saying all these railers have have dynamite and that they're following this train with dynamite. Why would they do that? Rob it or create a big explosion, I'm not sure. They're saying this train's gonna run straight through St. Louis. I don't know, maybe they wanted to stop it, maybe they wanted to pack it full of some boom. I don't know. That hit St. Louis? Because if that's the case... Possibly. If that's the case, heading there to get this doctor... That really puts you on a time limit. Well, I mean, time's just ticking away as we speak here. The thunder rolls again outside, and... As I said, I prefer to do. Well, I, I'm a little confused, because when, when they stopped us, it did seem like, or at least they said, if we turned around and went home, they wouldn't hurt us. I don't know if that was a lie or not. Well, but they said that, that we can't go to St. Louis because something bad was there. I don't know if that was true or not. Maybe they were cleaning up a mess that they made? Could be. Maybe this is all some sort of fucked up mistake. But I think that train needs to stop. I got a bad feeling about it. And I'd rather not see another young woman take a bullet in the brain today. Uh, at this point, Jesse, Maisie, she's Maisie says, fan. I second that. <laughs> well, that brings up a good anymore. point. Perhaps we should ask her what she wants to do. Uh, at this point, she looks, she looks pretty tired, too. Like, her eyes are kind of forcing themselves closed, and she just looks at Gideon, and she just 
motion. She's like, come here. All right. You head over, kind of kind of crouch down, and she's looking at you, and she's kind of squinting. She's like, you know, both of you look... Uh, you know, if you want to ride in this, and she points out to the storm that's flashing outside, and she says, I'm not going to stop you, because I would prefer to live. So it's not really my choice. Well, that sounds like an endorsement on behalf of the bitten. Anyone oppose? I, I mean, Gideon, I, I don't want you to go. I think over the last couple of days, I, I, I consider you a, a friend and uh, you've saved my life uh, numerous times, but uh, I, I in no ways would stop a man doing what he felt was right. Archie, I'll be honest with you, buddy. At first, I thought you were a bit of a bumbling idiot. Well, you wouldn't be the first to think that. But I've seen you kill multiple men. Well, on behalf of a fellow that you didn't really know. I think this group might need someone like you. It's yeah, uh, very kind of you to say. Um, I'd also like to catch up to my friend. See if maybe he made it before we... See if he made it at all, to be honest. I'm being a little selfish here. I'd like to make sure that someone that I've had a good turn with is all right. I will be back one way or another. I might be riding back awful fucking hard, but I will be back. But I just saw a young woman get put down like a dog with rabies, and I'd rather not see that happen again today. I don't know why that hit me the way it did, but it did. If there is a doctor in St. Louis, I will get him, and he will be brought back here as fast as I'm able to ride. There's something I should tell you, too. Um, the reason that we were going to St. Louis was to save our friend Luther, who got bit. He... He knew he, we weren't going to make it if we all stayed together, so he he rode off by himself. Now, I, that was yesterday. I don't know how far he is, but he'll be getting there ahead of you, and there's a chance that he could turn before he finds the doctor. Could you tell there's me also, what you expect? Who yeah, am I looking for? I'll describe him. Okay. Yeah. I'll give him Just a good description. Rich clothes, but a little bit dirty. Um just a very uh, rich cowboy singer type. He's a real nice fella. Uh, if he did, if he didn't turn and he did find the doctor, it might be another person you can look for that could help you point you in the right way. All right. I have... But I understand if you encounter him and he did turn, I know you got to do what you got to do. I will do what needs to be done regardless, but a friendly face would be appreciated. I do have one odd request. I lost my hat about three dynamite explosions ago. <laughs> it, 
if someone would please, I, I have a suspicion I'm a one hat. Archie will uh, look at the dead, the, uh, the the guy who was originally dead in the thing. Does he have a hat? Does. Fair enough. Oh, uh, is this, I don't think anybody needs this one. It's far from the stinkiest thing on my person <laughs> at the moment. Do you need somebody to go with you? Because um, I, well, I can help if you would like help. Can you ride like that? I can try. Feel a little bit better as the time goes on. So, if you slow me down, I'm just gonna keep going. Fair enough. All right. Gideon's gonna take the dead man's hat, which seems to be a theme these last three days, taking things from dead men. It does, yes. <laughs> Put it on. Help the young woman up from the floor and start to saddle up a horse. Okay. So how? Um... Oh, wait, are you taking Maisie, or are wait. you just... Oh, that's I right, that's right, I'm better. going. Right, 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 right. I got confused. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not very I was smart. like, wait a minute, what's the plan? <laughs> Listen, I've got gumption, but no brain, so... <laughs> yeah, so... like, we're just throwing Maisie over the horse, yeah. and let's go. Oh, oh, wait, Gideon, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Gideon, that's not the plan. Um, all right, so... Before we go... Um, I would like to step over to Maisie, actually, and I would like to crouch down. Um, okay. And I'm going to hold the letter up uh, with the lipstick stain. I'm going to look at her. I'm going to go, how do you know what this is? Uh, she squints at it for a moment, and she says, well, the woman of my dreams came and saved us from the horseshoe killer. Will you... Okay. And that's all okay. you're gonna give me? <laughs> um, she... She looks like she's trying to put her thoughts into sentences that other people can understand. Like, she's sitting there, she's definitely, definitely losing consciousness. And she says, I don't know for sure, but I'm... I'm pretty sure that she she owns some rail line. Do you know is she still where you saw her or did she go somewhere else? Oh no, no, we saw her. We saw her at this terrible, terrible town and she she saved us and she left. She told us to and then she just kind of laughed, and you see her, like, chuckling almost silently, leaning her head back against the wall. She told us to go to fucking St. Louis. I'm just going to get up, and I will go follow Gideon out. Um, and I will tuck that note into my pocket where the litter is. I would like to bury... Um, I would like to bury Paul. Uh, it is still storming outside. All right, I will then, I will just take him off. Um, I will try to not look at him, um, okay. and I will just take him off, and I will set him sort of, like, sitting up in the stable, um, and I will just kind of, like, press my forehead up against whatever side isn't 
awfully mangled. Um, and I will just tell him that I'm sorry again. And then I will get up on Adam. Gideon can have the other horse. Adam's mine. Yeah. Fair enough. Right, as you are mounting up on your horses, getting ready to head out, you hear um, a terrible, terrible sound. It is like some sort of animal or creature. And for a moment, you're afraid. You both turn, you pull your guns, and you see limping towards you. You see old boy spliced up and limping, drenched from the storm, just limping in. You see a big, basically like war horse, uh, gashes everywhere, chunks of skin kind of just slashed open, but old boy is limping towards the stables here. I would like to get off of Adam really quickly, and I will run up to old boy, and I will try and guide him best I can into the stables. Okay. He looks um, he looks terrified, and his his eyes are big and bulging. But as you come over, it's this familiarity, and and uh, you just start leading this beat up horse to the stables. Okay. Um, is there anything on him that uh? Oh. Well, let's see here. Uh, when you when you all left, you had everything loaded up. Mm -hmm. um, old boy has uh, two two satchels. Uh, one of them is full of sugar cubes and nothing else. They are all like melting together from the uh, little bit of rainwater that has seeped into the satchel. Um, and then in the other one, you see uh, it's just like five cans of Paul's chewing tobacco <laughs> stashed in here. I will... and, and you see the only useful thing, one roll of bandages. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Um, I will take the bandages. I will take okay. a handful of sugar cubes and I will take one of the things of Paul's chewing tobacco, actually. Um, All right, loading up your pockets. Yep. Archie, I will be back, my friend. I, I will be waiting for you. Be safe. And, and, and you. And, I'll uh, give him, uh, go to give him a handshake, and I'll mm. give that little bastard a hug. <laughs> Archie, Archie's a bit sort of like, oh, oh, okay. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry about the blood. I didn't really think that one through. Oh, no, don't worry. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, exactly as uh, pristine as I perhaps should be. It's, it's not mine. I don't know if that helps or makes it worse. Uh, neither is... Although, actually, I think I have got a, a, a wound. But, uh, no. You will, my friend. Yes, and you. Uh, um, hopefully we will see each other in a, a, a fairer weather. Indeed. You did. I, I, I haven't known y'all for very long, but I just wish you all the best of luck and I hope we see each other again um, in better circumstances. Jesse wants to pull Gideon aside for a second. And I ask Gideon, um, 
I too was on my way to St. Louis to search for someone. Um, I think we have a common person in mind. Uh, I'm on I'm on my way to bring in Jesse Chamberlain. You are Jesse. You mean Josh? Oh, Josh Chamberlain. I'm sorry, Josh. So, if if you know of his whereabouts in St. Louis, when you get back, will you give me that info? Yeah. Yeah, if I run into any information about a Josh Chamberlain, I will bring that back to you. I mean, it'd be better if you bring him back to me, but... Um... I can do that, too. <laughs> I'm quite good at that part. Does he need to be alive? Uh, preferably, but... All right. It's I just... an important distinction. Yeah. Uh, I will do my uh... best. Thank you. Uh, Archie will ask uh, Finley. Um, sorry, uh, 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 Archibald uh, Flashheart, Fenton West. Um, uh, um, what would you like us to do with your friend um, that you left in the barn? Do you want us to? Um... If you get the chance to bury him, I would appreciate it. Of, of um, course, of course. But if you don't, I suppose burning his body is will do. I just would rather. There, I, I just would rather his body not be just left to the natural world. So, uh, 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 how about if I uh, mark the grave somewhat, and then uh, next time I see you, I can tell you where it is if you want to go and pay some respects or something. I, um, I would really appreciate that, actually, Archie. Uh, that's, that's no problem. That's no Thank problem. you. Consider it done. Let's ride. A long way to go. go. Right. And with safe. that, with that, you hear Bill Horsehoof's heavy, only for a moment, as the thunder then just booms overhead again, as Gideon and Finley haul ass towards St. Louis. The three of you now sit with a sleeping Jonah and an unconscious Maisie. What would you like to do? Is there some sort of fireplace or uh, source of in this building, or is it? Um... Uh, there's a small, like, cooking stove. Hmm. That'd probably be the best bet. Okay. Um, uh, Archie will probably sort of go and start poking around. Uh, he's not really too sure about what he's supposed to be doing, but sort of roughly knows what he's supposed to be doing, uh, how, how to start firing and things, and we'll try and sort of stoke it if it's, if it's already going, just to make the room a little bit more uh, uh, friendly, perhaps. Willie's been uh, sharpening these stakes for, in her downtime, so she's going to keep doing that with some of the wood that she had from, from the cart. Jesse sort of looks at that and says, do you think you're going to need to use them soon? Well, m most likely. We we already killed uh, two uh, vampires back, back in Little Rock. And, uh, I mean, now there's we're adding zombies to the mix. I don't really know if there's a special way to kill them, but 
I want to be prepared because my my whatever I threw at that vampire didn't work. So I need to be ready. Um, uh, uh, so, sorry to interrupt. Um, you say vampires. Um, what, what what identified them as being vampires to you? Um, well, it first started. We said there was a there was a, um, a woman. Uh, that got bit well i'll back up there was a man dead and, and several others dead in my town and i was helping to investigate the body when we saw one i mean it was a huge a creature with with razor sharp teeth and uh everyone he killed had two puncture wounds and we saw one woman who got bit actually slowly turn into one that was your first take uh, I don't know. My first take was actually in a dead body. Oh. I thought that he might be a danger, so I went ahead and stuck him when he was already down, and he kind of he kind of did like. <laughs> so I think it worked. But then there was a there was a woman my other my other associates helped kill. Um, how about? And I look towards um, Jonah. Jonah. Yeah. He didn't get bit. At least not. And his wounds, he doesn't look like that either, does he? He just looks tired. Yeah, no. His wounds don't even look like yeah. that's what's doing this to him. Yeah. yeah. He's just tired. He's just tired. Okay. He didn't get bit. He's just exhausted because we, uh, we rode hard to get here. And it was a... We were interrupted by whatever demon was hunting him down so he's got it knocked out of him gotcha but I'm I don't know about this I'm worried about what Gideon was saying about that train yeah yes I don't know if it's going to come through and if it does I don't know how we're supposed to stop it no, the thing that worries me is that uh, those people that uh, we encountered when, when I first met um, Gideon uh, were, uh, I believe, hired to, to stop the train, to, to blow it up all the tracks, I assume. So uh, it's that can either go one of two ways. It's either to stop the train from doing something worse or to stop the train to make it something happen. Uh, if you get my meaning. One note to that. Um, I'm not... I don't entirely know if Gideon shared the letter oh, with did you. Not? Did he share the letter with you? Well, the letter... The letter wasn't Ooh, talking yeah. about stopping the train. The letter was talking about following the train. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I did tell him the story about how ours was stopped. Right. Yeah. The letter was a, some, yeah, it was something like um, waiting here. I was talking about a railroad station waiting for the train to pass and then following it. And Ga and Gabriel had said that he thinks the train is like calling the zombies because the increase of activity was happening. Yeah, he, he had talked about how it would 
just be like blasting the horn as it was going by to try and sort lure of... infect it out. And it was going fairly slow as well so that they could keep up. That's why he was, that's why he's here. Well, I certainly don't want to encounter any of these zombies if I don't have to. No. Uh, the easiest way to take care of them is a bullet, of course. Um, but you don't want to have to do it. Do we... Um, you said that the storm has sort of passed at this point? Not quite yet. Uh, okay. It's it's rolling by, but it's still it's still pretty stormy outside. It's just not right on top of you anymore. Well, we can't go anywhere in this rain. Are y'all planning to? Are you planning to go to St. Louis, or are we just wait? You're going to wait here until. Gideon comes back with the doctor. Well, if Gideon can come back with a doctor, um, I think Maisie, if he, I mean, if that's what he was wanting to do and Maisie wants to stay here for a doctor, I guess we would just wait here for them. How far off is St. Louis from the map? Is um, it you're looking at probably on horseback. Uh, maybe, maybe like an hour to two hours tops Okay. Oh, in okay. good weather. So hmm. you're not sure how long it'll take in the storm. Okay. But a couple of hours on a good day, horseback. Um... So Night in theory, has... they could be. Sorry, go in ahead. Sorry, I was going to say. So in theory, they could be back within twelve hours, ten, twelve hours ish. Sort of a few hours there, a few hours doing something, a few hours back potentially. Well, if my if if my friend doesn't find the doctor, and if. Gideon doesn't run into him, then Jonah and I will have to go to St. Louis. But I'd be willing to wait. We, we were heading out. Use the rest. We were heading that way anyway. But if Maisie isn't looking good, I'd rather her be comfortable and have to do what I have to do. And let her need to keep watch on her then too. Is is Maisie like awake and alert okay. with like talking to us too? No, she is unconscious now. Okay, she's just le her head is leaning up against the wall and she's just sleeping. It seemed like Katrina had a real strong sense of when it was taken over her, and I, my instinct says that Maisie would do the same. I didn't know Maisie 
or Katrina very often, very much. Uh, I knew Katrina more than I knew Maisie and her girls. Um, they seemed pretty forthright, forthright. Uh, so I would, I would expect that she would say when as well, but they're tough ladies. Um, all of those ladies really fought to hold on as much as they could. Well, she seems like she's doing all right still, so hopefully she, she'll make it. But I think we should still have, you know, maybe some... Is it, is it night or is it, is it daytime? Night is falling. Yeah, it was, it was evening as the storm was rolling in, so it uh, got dark real quick, but it is nighttime now. Yeah. I, I think we should try to get some rest, but I think somebody should, should stay guard. We could take it in turns. Um, I'm not hurt at all, so I could definitely take the first round and all just right. keep a watch on everybody. Let everybody who's been travel weary or and or injured get the rest first. Alright, um, does anyone currently have a wound? Alright, you can go ahead and make a healing roll if you'd like. Ooh, uh, 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 um, what kind of roll is that? Uh, if you what, don't what, have what, the healing what? skill, it'll just be a d4 oh, a... minus 2 with your wild die. Uh, that's a three. Okay. Oh, no, oh, no, sorry, I've got a four on my D4, so it's exploded, okay. sorry, I missed it. Oh, uh, that's five, oh, it's still three. Okay, <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> um, all right, so you are laying down to get some rest. Jesse is taking this first little watch. Um... Jonah is having one of those dreams where he's fully aware that it's a dream, but he just can't wake up. And his mind just makes him watch as the dream continues. Jonah's running, just out of breath, muscles straining and sore, and he just can't move fast enough. He sees Luther tied to the railroad tracks the train is coming and he has to get to him. He just has to be fast enough, but the harder he runs, the further away Luther seems to be. He hears himself shout out for him, Luther, hold on, I'm coming. The train is faster and the light blinds him as it approaches with an angry speed. The whistle's deep and evil and he hears himself scream out loud as Luther is just stolen from view. His stomach drops and his heart stops. And as he's standing there on the tracks, he realized now the train is coming for him. Willie, as you're settling down, you you notice Jonah kind of thrashing around a little bit, and you just you just hear him quiet but calling for Luther as he's just thrashing around, sweat on his forehead. Kind of just put my hand on him, and I just like not trying to wake him up, but just mm-hmm. kind of like soothing, kind of pat, and just say, "Luther's gonna be all right. 
We're going to save him. You rest now. And he calms down and seems to fall back. You lay down. You get some rest as well. Um, Jesse, make a notice roll for me. Ten. Ten, okay. Uh, so as you are sitting in here, the storm is is gradually starting to pass. It's now just a heavy, heavy rain outside. Um, the lightning flashes seem to be a little more distant now. And um, as you're sitting there for a little while, everyone asleep, you're just kind of glancing around this little station and uh, your eyes fall again on the lever that has been tampered with. And you kind of just go over to it. You're looking at it. And um, from what you can see on, on everything, not necessarily like instructions or, or anything like that, but the the things on basically the dash where this uh, where these controls are. You see the tracks are currently just straight, straight shot to St. Louis. And this lever has just been bent and broken so that it can't be changed. And as you're kind of examining that, you see uh, the remains of like some sort of small folded up piece of paper. Looks like it fell underneath the desk and probably didn't get burned with the others. I'm going to pick that up and you, unfold it. Yeah, you lean down, grab the paper, unfold it, and you see the majority of it has been just scribbled on like trying to scribble out the words so that nobody else can read it. Um, you look over at uh, one of the lanterns and just kind of turn it on a little bit, holding it up to the light to see if you can make out any of the words. Um, certain places, no, it's just the, the ink is just too much. You can't, you can't make out anything that it would have said, but you do see up towards the top um, it says, steer clear. The train to St. Louis comes on the 13th day. Um, which you would know is, is tomorrow. Okay. Uh, looking through the rest of it, um, you see one part that says, don't follow too close. And then some more is just scribbled out too much. You can't make it out. And then... You see Make a smarts roll for me. Oh, I like I'm good at smarts. Not that good. Uh three. Okay. Um, so all the only other thing you can make out is uh, detonate on impact.
Okay. I fold that back up and I put it in my pocket. Okay. There are a few more hours. Um, the storm has passed and now it's just kind of sprinkling outside. It is the middle of the night now. Uh, you see just these like electric green flashes in the distance just of of the weird west just regular nighttime happenings just green lightning that almost seems to just come from the ground up um how long do you let them sleep for I would say that I let them sleep a good, probably six hours before I rouse them so that okay. I can get some rest. Sure. You wake them both up? Um, no, I think we'll, we'll go in shifts, uh, okay. hopefully. So I guess I would start with Archibald and then ask him to take the next six hours and then uh, see what happens from there. Uh, was was your shift okay? Was it uh, nothing untoward? Yeah, but uh, I did find something. I'll probably talk to you guys about it in the morning. Problem. Okay. Right. Um, and if I mean, if Archie takes another, uh, not even a full six hours necessarily. Um, the sun will rise on your shift early in the morning. Um, it smells like rain just from the entire evening. Uh, as the sun rises, I would say you, you all wake up uh, in whatever order you wish. I think Archie would have, have, have let Willie sleep. Thanks for sleep, letting I me think. sleep. Yeah, he would have let you sleep. I want to see if um, Jonah is all right if he's w- woken up after being asleep for this long. Uh, he he does look a lot better. Um, he is awake and he's kind of scooted back against the wall, um, and you see him. Like, he sees you here, so he knows, like, we're supposed to be here, but he has no idea what has gone on, so he's just kind of awkwardly leaning back against the wall and just, uh, shuffling through his cards. (laughs) Have I got a story to tell you? This plot just got a lot thicker, and I... I give him a, a full rundown of everything that happened the previous day. What are Jesse and Archie doing? Um, Archie uh, would see if it, is there any kind of uh, something to make a drink with, either sort of some old coffee or uh, or his own st- little store of tea that he had in his in his saddlebag or something, something just to make everybody a drink for the morning or whatever. Because he's, I'm assuming there's probably not going to be any food. Uh, 
Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna have you make a notice roll for me real quick. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, what is that? That is one of those. It's one of those. Oh, uh, five. Okay. Uh, so you, you actually head out to the horses to start searching through these saddlebags. Mm. You're like, I know, you don't remember which horse you came in on. Like, no, it, I have no it, idea. No, so you just kind of start searching some of the saddlebags. Um, searching one of them, you actually find, uh, you do find, you find two different bags. One looks like it has tobacco in it. Um, the other one looks like it has coffee grounds. Um, and then you also find a really thick piece of paper. Like, like you know, you know paper. This is the good stuff. Mm. Like, this Ooh. is, yeah, this is some Heavy sturdy, weight. yeah, this is good paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, it's just folded in half, almost like a, almost like a small invitation of some sort. Folded in half, you open it, um, and it says, Chamberlain is supposed to be in St. Louis. That's when it'll happen. Just remember not to follow too close. And as you're looking at this, you're, you're kind of looking, this looks like it was probably one of the horses that, uh, you two rode up on. You're not sure if this is the one oh, really? you hopped on or the one Gideon hopped on, yeah, but yeah. this was definitely one of the Railers' horses. Um, and it says Chamberlain will be in St. Louis, and it says a date, uh, but it's the 13th. It's tomorrow. It's today, technically. Hmm. Oh. Uh, I'm guessing that name does not ring a bell with me at all. I, it's uh, not going to be in my field of... Uh... I mean, you heard it mentioned briefly when everybody was gathered last night, but a lot was happening last night, so. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll pop it in his uh, jacket pocket. Um, okay. And uh, um, uh, he'll have a look around in the stables for uh, some sort of shovel. Is, it, is there a shovel or anything? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then he'll, he'll, he'll come back in and say, um, uh, I, I, uh, oh yes, um, and he'll, he'll sort of start brewing up some coffee, uh, sort of set it going. I mean, he's he's not familiar with coffee that familiar, so he's he's, he's trying to do something with it. Um, uh, Jesse can take over and make some cowboy yeah. coffee. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, Jonah's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Archie was doing it all wrong. It was all sort of it was a complete mess. Um, uh, and then he'll go, I'm, I'm just going to, uh, while the weather's reasonably clement, I'm just going to uh, um, bury our friend's friend. Well, before you do that, um, uh, I while I was on uh, watch last night, I was poking around here and specifically the mechanism here that hmm. switches the tracks and such. Uh, and I found this note and I unfold it and I show it to them. Uh, in the lantern light, I saw that most of them were crossed off, but from what I can see here is that the train comes today. Oh, well, um, oh it, it, uh, incidentally, um, while I was out um, in the stables, sort of uh, 
finding some resources uh, and he pulls out his bit of note I, I came across this and and he puts it next to your uh, piece of paper um yes uh, it, it appears that a, a chamberlain will be in st louis uh, lewis sorry uh today um Chamberlain. Does, it, does, it, does the name ring a bell with anyone? Oh, it certainly does. Uh, the man I'm supposed to bring in is named Josh Chamberlain. Oh, yes, I, I do remember recall somebody saying it, but uh, yeah, he, uh, there you go. Um, it's a little bit harder to bring him in because he is the owner of that Empire Rare line. Oh, oh, I see. What that, did he do? Would... A whole bunch of stuff. Um, I mean, when I first met him, uh, he was in our town claiming to be somebody else, but the mayor of our town took it, told me to bring him in. Mm. I wonder why he would be on that train. But at least we know I get, that it's coming today. Well, uh, a little bit lower, lower down on my note, I I, po- I point to it and it says uh, that it's supposed to detonate on impact. Impact? With St. Louis? Sounds like it. Holy cow. Maybe that's why Gideon was saying we need to stop it. Probably means it's loaded up with explosives. But what about the whole? Oh wait, do I? I don't know about the following thing, right? I don't think so. Uh, I can. That's on my my list. I would have told you that it's it says don't okay. go too close. Oh, on your note. Okay. The the following part. Why? Why would they want people to follow it? I guess not too close so they don't get affected by the explosion. Yeah, um, Archie, I believe yes. on Gideon's note, at the bottom of it, it said, um, it said follow, but don't follow too close or something like that. And then it said, clean up the rest. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, yes, I, I was quite perplexed as to what that might mean. Um, uh, clean up the rest. Um, I'm thinking it means kill. Well, yes. In our circumstances, the train's calling the zombies. We have, we knew that Josh is, tr- or the Empire is trying to build their rail line through this rail. They don't own this mm-hmm. part just yet. Oh. So if they're trying to clean up the zombie. They're calling them, and then they're going to take care of them all, I guess. Why blow up St. Louis? Maybe it's not supposed to get to St. Louis. Maybe it's supposed to round up as many as it can, and then take care of the rest in the the behind. Well, I'm not opposed to zombie killing. No. Um, 
I'm just worried about the, col- the collateral damage there. Me too. They clearly don't mind killing people in order to accomplish this task. I, I assume the train will be driven by, by some fellows. Um, I mean, I mean, it, surely they wouldn't just set a train off and off it goes unmanned. That, 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 that seems rather... Um, That's a good point. Haphazard. Yeah, but our fellow here could have switched it away from St. Louis. That's true. Is there any way to tell from looking at the lever where it's headed? Yeah, it's headed straight for St. Louis. And the lever is stuck, right? Or it's broken? Um, it looks like somebody took something to it. It's like bent and then smashed down um, to where it can't be unbent or moved one way or the other. It looks like it looks like some heat was placed to it too, almost like to weld it. All right. Is, is there some way of doing it manually, maybe, uh, at the actual track? Or, or, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with uh, railroad. Uh, uh, does anybody know? Um, I'm not either, but that's a no. good idea. Hmm. We could try. Although I'm not super keen to be outside seeing when it goes by either. Yeah. Um question but where does the if we divert it where where do it go then that's what i was about to say uh is that railroad map on the the thing it is yes um diverting this train it will it will head to a town either direction uh nothing as big as st louis but it will head to a populated area either direction that it is. All right. Your note said that Chamberlain's supposed to be in St. Louis? Hmm. Yes, that's that's what it says, yes. And this train is supposed to detonate on impact. Hmm. It's almost like somebody else doesn't want you hush Chamberlain to be around either. It does seem to be pointing in that direction, doesn't it? I mean, um, if I look at the my note and his note, are the handwriting similar or? They are not. Okay. Different, different uh, handwritings. Okay. It's not like, you know, one, one person giving all of these orders. It seems to be multiple. But it's definitely not the same handwriting as the note you found with the lipstick kiss. Okay. So the three different hands. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So um, at this point, I want to ask Jonah what he would. Does he want to like stick around? 
and wait for this train with these people or does he want to keep going to St. Louis? Um, with all of the information Jonah has been given, I'm going to say he is probably more concerned about the fact that Luther is probably in St. Louis. I'm going to say Jonah will be more concerned about trying to find a way for this train to not reach St. Louis. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Luther's there along with a lot of other innocent people. Yeah, Gabriel will say, we just we just sent two people to St. Louis. Right. And if there's anything we can do to stop it, I think we should. Well, I like I like Archie's idea of a manual switch. Um, I don't know if there is one out there, but I would guess that we would have to go and find it. Um, and it would have to be just past here, probably, or? Uh, make a common knowledge roll. Do you think that if they got diverted and didn't know, would they still blow it up? Oh. If, or yeah, is that gonna be set in motion? That's my question too. I don't want to. I don't want to do another place, but maybe they wouldn't blow it up if it didn't get to the correct place. I'm just wondering whether the uh, explode on impact means that it's just going to explode if it hits something. Um, that that we don't know. Like I, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if I'm, it has I'm been ordered to hit something specific, right? Mm-hmm. And if the railway is a dead end in St. Louis, I mean, it's going to hit something. Um, you said you were coming and you passed some rail guys trying to do something to the railway? They blocked it. So they they stopped the train and they told us to go back. And we said no because we needed to get to St. Louis pretty desperately and at that point they, you know, attacked us. But it seemed like they were giving us a chance to leave. I think they just I don't know why. Maybe they yeah. wanted to keep people out. Maybe they wanted they wanted to limit the casualties. It's it's possible by keeping people out of St. Louis because they knew they were about to blow it up. But they also weren't willing to let anybody ruin the plan. So they they were gonna kill us for trying to keep going. Seems very odd behavior, doesn't it? Tell somebody to not go somewhere that's dangerous, but then try and kill them. Right. Mm. Their mission must be critical. <laughs> But saying that, uh, when uh, I first uh, came across um, Gideon's path, um, his uh, colleagues um, said that there weren't, weren't to be any witnesses. So, so I'm, I'm wondering, just for the fact that uh, uh, you and I uh, witnessed the wrong people, um, we, we were uh, supposedly uh, deemed to be snuffed out. But um, perhaps they would have blown up our train anyway Mm. on the control board where the switches are are there any names of places there 
besides um, St. Louis? No names. The only names you would see, like, on the map, probably. Okay. Um, as for your common knowledge rule earlier, you have no idea if there would be a manual way to switch these tracks, but you're welcome to kind of walk up and down them a little bit if you want to try to find one. It's worth I, a try. Yeah. I, I don't know if I should go like left or right <laughs> is what I'm thinking now. Um, I think if the switch was here, I'd probably have to go a little bit right to see if it's changed up that way. Oh, it have to, I mean, the tracks would also have to diverge, so right. we'd have to find that part, that spot. Would it be helpful if I went the other way, just save time? You know, with the past couple days I've had, I, I, I think sticking together in okay. most cases no, no, is going to be i mean we only have to wait a couple more hours for gideon them to get back i would guess but uh, and i don't imagine any one of us could move it no, alone that's, very, that's probably correct okay so uh, uh gabriel says he'll he'll watch Maisie, and um the three of you head towards st louis the track towards st louis yeah okay yeah, yeah. closer towards um, all right, all of you make a notice roll. Nine. Four. Fifteen. Okay. Um, well, they're all successes, but I'm going to say, uh, Jesse, you are looking more out on the horizon than you are anywhere nearby. And you walk and you see a straight shot of tracks that just lead forward. Guys, there's no switch this way. All right. The other thing is we could try to block it somehow. Is there anything we could put on the tracks? We could look around for some something metal something big anything uh and then there's also the option of shooting it shooting at it trying to detonate any uh devices that are already there Mm. but this is a train that's not meant to stop so we would have to jump on the train in order to detonate right or shoot it as we well it's going to be moving pretty slow yeah. We can fire at it if we could see. I mean, probably if it's designed to detonate on impact, if we caused an impact, it would detonate here. What do we have at the, the railway station right now? We have that would cause an impact or that we could put on the tracks. Yeah, I think we should look around, look around. There was, there was the wagon that you Mm. you came on. That's true. I was thinking about that. I'd hate to lose it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. 
could try the, the wagon. We could try. Oh, man, if I just had some ingredients to make some nitroglycerin, we could load that sucker up <laughs> and blow up the train. What kind of ingredients would you require? Uh, well, I'd need glycerin, uh, nitric acid, and sulfuric acid. I mean, uh, got a bar of soap. Um, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the acids, and then yes, it, uh, uh, it's a process. Mm. You need to heat it. Um. Are you Justin. talking as you're walking back? Yes, okay. I think so. Um, we only have that, that wagon, and I, I think we'd have to drive it a certain amount of time before we have across the tracks, but... We've got, how many horses have we got? Do we have three horses? All right. So we don't technically need the, the cart, but it, it would help to have it. But if that's the only thing we've got to block it, I think we might want to use it. We could look around. And there's no there, like, yeah. boulders or anything like that that we can move over the tracks or anything like that? It's just a straight mm, shot on the plane. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much a straight shot. There's like rockier hillsides a ways away, but you don't, I mean, you could try. You're not sure how long it would take you to haul back some of it. If it's moving slow, we could also probably be able to shoot at it with, with decent accuracy. Hmm. I wonder if we could hop on and commandeer it and stop it. That was That's my an option mind. too. Yes. We just have to be real careful not to blow it up by accident with True. us in it. True. I'm nervous about. I'm nervous. I'm a little train shy. After my last experience, I'm, I narrowly escaped being blown up myself. I can understand that. I mean, but if we could stop it, then we could at least um, be able to investigate it further and see what actually is on this train, and, and, and that's true. Gather some uh, clues, evidence. Uh, I think that sounds like our best bet right now to slow it All down. Right. All right, so you get back to the little railroad station. You see Gabriel just sitting outside. The door is just open to get some fresh air in there. The body kind of is decomposing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he just kind of waves as you're coming back up. I'm Did you ask find anything? Uh, no switch, 
No switch, Gabriel. Uh, how's Maisie? She's doing okay. Still sleeping, but she seems okay. Latest idea is to try and... Latest crazy idea is to try and jump on this train and, and stop it from reaching St. Louis. That means we're going to have to make sure that whoever is driving does not see us. And assuming there is a driver. Right. Right. Are we talking riding up like around the back of the train, hopping on and car hopping our way up to get to the driver? Probably. I mean, I would, like I would think we need to hop on. If, if this, this is your plan, Jesse. <laughs> I think so. I think that's exactly what I'm thinking, Gabe. I'm crazy. I'm in. All right. <laughs> uh, I will say I'm not too steady on a horse. Uh, you I, you steady with I'm machinery? Not. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he kind of just notes, you know, the the dust, the powder under your fingernails. And... <laughs> you know how to drive a train? Well, uh, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> I I learned right quick before uh, my last one blew up. Well, maybe we I focus on. But I think I figured it out. Maybe we focus on getting you into that position. All right. Because any one of us could get up there. I wouldn't know what to do with the train. I think I can. I think I can figure it out. Right. So this is this is your game marshal asking, "What is the plan?" The set in stone plan. What are we? What are we doing? I think we I, should all be ready. If you you think we should ride up on horses, then we should be ready. But we should be hidden when it goes by, when it starts to go by, and then we should ride up on it. We've got to look for an opening, a good place to grab on. Uh, and try to ride up. Yeah, I think we should be either just before or just past the crossroads here and hidden. I'd like to be hidden off of both sides, but I don't think that that's going to happen. But I've got pretty we good just riding. Need a signal. Yeah. Do we need got... distractions? We would. That's a good idea. Depending if, the, I mean, if the zombies are following it, we need distractions to get them away from us so that we can get on the train safely. Right. Well, if it's zombies you're worried about, I can handle that part. Should I All take right. the, the, 
the zombies away from the equation. That's good. And then we'll I might ride need up. to ride I might need to ride with with you. Okay. I don't really trust my ability to be able to get a horse to to ride up to the train. Yeah, I'm good with riding, so uh, I can definitely you know, ride you up to the train and try to get you on as quick as possible and then jump over. All right, sounds good. Jonah, who I have forgotten about, uh, Jonah will, um, he will offer to ride far enough away to where he could draw the, the driver's attention to help you two come up on the other side. Um, he, he says he's not too great with a horse and he really actually hates them and they're definitely demons, but <laughs> he will <laughs> he will do this because he's he's got to keep that train from getting to St. Louis. Good man, Jonah. All right. That's the plan. I like it. What's Archie's rule? Um, w- would you like me to uh, access the, the rear of the train? Um, uh, maybe sort of to... Uh, to uh, I, I believe at home, uh, back in Britain, they have uh, like brake cars on the back of trains that sort of helps slow them down. So maybe there's... Maybe, uh, yeah, That's, a um, That's a good idea. Good idea. You could head for the back. Willie will head for the front. We have Gideon as a zombie distraction, and we have Jonah as a driver distraction. If it all goes as planned, <laughs> sounds like it could work. <laughs> all right. Do we want some sort of a, a go word? Somebody to be kind of peeking out to signal everybody else to go? Although I guess maybe, yeah, maybe if Jonah's going to ride out first. You not fire into the air or something just to, that added. Except we don't want to distract him again. Oh, he could. Yeah. Uh, Jonah's like, I could, I could just yell, hiya. <laughs> All right. He's just like grimacing at the thought of having to get on a horse. You can do it, Jonah. I believe in you. All right. Well, I think I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I think this is as good as it's going to get. So it's crazy, but it just might work. So you take a few minutes to saddle up the horses, make sure, make sure they're ready and good to go. You've, you've picked out what horses you're using. You also see a very large um, workhorse of some sort that has been brought in covered in wounds and tired. Um, old too. Like you can tell, this is an old, old horse. Um, and as you as you're getting ready, it just looks up at you, and then just looks back down, and it's just. I mean, it's exhausted, and it was previously drenched in the rain of the storm, but it just kind of makes little noises at you as you're in. 
You saddle up the horses and uh, before we go, I'm gonna pat that one on the thing. So you've done good. You're 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 here. <laughs> you just hang out here. You made it, buddy. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Gabriel will have for. He will have made sure that Jesse at least sees this happening. He's not doing this out of like ill intent, but he um, ties Maisie's wrist to the leg of the large desk area in here. Um, just so if something does happen, she's not wandering around. That's um, good. So he will tie her to that. Um, Kind of say a little prayer for her as he's standing back up and you're getting the horses ready i would assume best bet is probably like hiding in the stables uh ready to go jonah will be kind of right outside the stables sitting like stiff backed on the horse legs kind of clenched around um just kind of petting petting it like it's okay we're gonna we're gonna get through this together um, just don't fuck me off. And he's just sitting there. You just hear him like muttering things to the horse. Um, and then you feel the vibrations. You, you hear the train. It's coming. It's go time. I'm and up in the saddle and I pull Willie up behind. The train is coming fast. With a speed you've never seen in a train before. Oh no. Okay. Jonah's eyes go wide and he says, uh, uh, and he looks to all of you and he says, is this still the plan? I would I say, I, I say it's a plan now. And, and we he have says, to yeah, and yeah. just slams into the, like, slaps the horse the horse takes off running um as the train is coming at such a speed the horse is running the train starts just blasting by